Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley Sermon Podcast. Tonight was Good Friday, and we heard from the Reverend Marguerite Judson as she preached from the lectionary, which was John chapter 18, 1 to 19, 42. Stay tuned for tomorrow night and our great vigil of Easter. of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, there is your son. And he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his own home. There are so many human stories and forces at work in this crucifixion. The threat Jesus posed to speaking the truth to power, power we try to separate in America into categories of religious and secular. There's the insistence that God do it our way. Is that why Judas betrayed Jesus? The Judas expected the entry into Jerusalem on the donkey, the royal mount of the kings of Israel, to lead to revolution? Or there's the terror when faced with the consequences of our own actions. Peter, wounding the priest's servant, who was only doing his job. And then Peter's finally denial that the servants, to the servant's relative, oh, no, 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 that wasn't me being violent in the garden the stories that we tell ourselves to protect our positions of power. There were the religious leaders making sure that their negotiated settlement with the occupying army, which did keep their communities alive, was not upset. Or the military governor trying to stay on the right side, the obedient side of the emperor who was obsessed with personal loyalty. And that's before we even get to the grief of the disciples and Jesus' family. So many of the disciples who have run away in terror, they cannot bear to watch this happen to their leader. And will they be next? There's the disciple, probably John, who always speaks of his own presence obliquely, who follows Jesus to the house of the priests who arrested Jesus and trails after him all the way to the cross or his mother and his aunt, facing the unthinkable at the foot of the cross, and the wealthy Mary from Magdala, who helped pay the bills for this itinerant preacher, is also at the foot of the cross. There are so many parts to the story, so many strands of pain. For most of my life, I primarily saw the cross as the place where Jesus was consumed by pain, the unimaginable physical pain of the process of crucifixion, the emotional pain of his friends deserting him, his community leaders targeting him and rejecting him, the spiritual pain of obedience to God leading him to this death, this experience of isolation and loneliness and brokenness for our sake. 
an isolation and a terror so overwhelming that the process of crucifixion, which normally took days, consumed Jesus' life in a matter of hours. But when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. In the midst of Jesus' crucifixion, the love by which he lived his ministry, described in the Gospels, breaks through again. His mother's a widow and has no legal standing. The son who supported her is dying. How will she eat? Where will she live? And his disciple is being devastated by Jesus' death. How can he go on? So Jesus says, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. Jesus' love for his mother and his dis disciple breaks through the story of agony with another glimpse of love. I had a startling glimpse of that love six years ago when I was venerating the cross at Christ the Lord in Penol my first field education placement. They did it in the Teze practice. The cross is laid down on a slightly raised floor of the altar, and people are invited to kneel or bend over the cross and place their foreheads at the foot of the cross. That was the first time I had put my forehead on the foot of the cross. And it seemed to me that Jesus looked down at me with a face full of love. How could he do that in the midst of such pain? How could he see anything or look at anyone beyond that pain, much less with such tender love? I don't know how, but I know that he did. And that love is what drove him to the cross. That love is what held him on the cross. What he spoke in making sure that his mother and favorite disciple cared for each other. What he offers to us, what he offers to us every day and every moment of every day. And perhaps we get to touch his love more deeply today. Amen.